You are now tuned into the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. This is episode 72 of the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to share their stories. My name is James Bodden, and I am fired up. For episode 72, my guest today is none other than Carly Lynn, also known as Whiskey Stevens. I mean, how cool of a writing pseudonym is that? Look, Carly is someone who identified as she began to build her own business. She's the founder of the Folk Agency, a creative agency that helps clients develop social media strategies. As she was building her first business, she realized the power of sales. And we talk about her journey through building her own business. She's also a really gifted writer. And so understanding how sales plays a part in being creative is a large part of what we talk about. It's a fantastic episode. But if you don't have time to listen to the entire thing right now, you got to get back to the grindstone. I hear you. Well, here, I had Carly serve up a snack break sales tip. For, this is going to be maybe a backwards one, but okay. it's one that I've, I've had work for me was when people um, have pushed meetings back or, you know, they've they're starting to maybe reject again after initially sounding like they were really interested. Mm -hmm. Um, usually I won't push like it's kind of backwards, but it works for me. I see a really great success rate with it is where I won't push, but I'll say, um, okay, like, let me know when you're available. I'm going to continue to move on now though, because I have, you know, more, more opportunities, more people to talk to. Um, and when you're interested, let me know. So, so there's a point in time where I kind of will, will back up and then maybe I'll touch base with them in a month. But usually by me not sounding needy or pushy, and you can do that in any number of ways. You don't have to say what I said. And usually, you know, if I have more time, I'll type up something better or I'll say it better when I'm on the phone. But but then they're kind of like, oh, like she doesn't need this. It's not, you know, a necessity and that she's moving. She has more, you know, clients or whatever to, to attend to she's a busy person yeah and then usually you know i would say 90 percent of the time they either sell for the package that they i close them for the package that i've offered or will come to an agreement on something else um and that's usually for people that were interested but then something something has happened a fantastic actionable sales tip from carly lynn and I'm just really fired up for you to hear this episode. It's it's authentic. Carly's just so genuine and really provides some fantastic insight for all salespeople, whether you've been in sales for one year or 100 years. So enjoy episode 72 of the Lunch Break Podcast. Here we are, folks. You are tuned into episode 72 of the Lunch Break Podcast. I am super fired up about my guest today. One thing that I love the most about this podcast is, you know, I love interviewing the people that have written books and, and have great followings on social media, but I really love talking to people who are doing the work on a, a daily basis. And that's why I brought Carly Lynn here. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. 
Thanks for having me. So we connected on LinkedIn. We obviously share a love of sales. You've created some hilarious relatable videos about what it's like to be in sales, but, but let's kick this thing off the same way I kick all of these podcasts off by uh, asking you how you got started in sales. Um, I got started, I feel like I was handed a sales position because Ooh. I didn't really have uh, any real experience. I had customer service because my first job during high school was I was in food service. Yep. So uh, when I saw that there was a sales position in my local, for my local newspaper, uh, advertising sales, I thought, okay, I'm going to just give it a shot and apply for it. I honestly did not think I was going to get it because at the time, you know, for the application, you needed two plus years sales experience and all this other stuff. And mm -hmm. somehow, I don't know how I passed the personality test that, you know, we have to go through sometimes and I was handed the position. And from there it was, you know, learning about what sales actually was and kind of like different sales processes and how to handle people. And I feel like I wanted to talk about this a little bit because um, like coming from wh where I was, you know, I had overcome uh, addiction issues and I was working in fast food. And then I feel like sales, that role kind of changed my life and I feel like sales can actually change people's lives and it can be a real career option for people that maybe didn't have another career option and you know it's a way to, to level up your uh, your annual income obviously or or anything uh, but it's also like it changed my personality it changed my confidence level it changed the way that I looked at how I handled myself the way that I related with people, how I maintained and built relationships, you know, it changed that I actually got up in the morning and started exercising and eating better because I wanted to have the stamina to get through the day. Like, um, yeah. So life changing. <laughs> so, so my first sales, that was, that was it. It was kind of handed to me. And from there, you know, it changed the direction of my, my life. I don't know how else to explain that. I'm sounding very like over the top with it, but it's how no, I, I don't, I don't think I mean, for anybody that's gotten into sales, I don't think it would sound ridiculous. And it doesn't sound ridiculous to me <laughs> because the majority of people that I've met that have actually gone on to have really great successful sales careers were, I think Scott Lease coined the phrase like degenerates, like sales degenerates. Yeah. Like, if you walk onto a sales floor about 80% of us are going to have some sort of part of our past that most people wouldn't necessarily want to broadcast. Right. And, and I, uh, I mean, shit, I was just having a conversation with somebody about some things that I'd done, um, you know, that put me in a position, uh, that I didn't want to be in and, and sales was a way out. Right. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and I, I love that you led not with money, right. Because yeah. money, of course, like you put yourself in a better position, you start doing these things, you're going to make more money, but it, it really was more about how you viewed yourself, right? And how you, mm -hmm. you, you now were thinking about the way that you carry yourself and the way that you take care of yourself. And, and truthfully, whether or not you're in sales for another year, or if in a year you find some other thing that you love doing, you, 
that's a, that's why, you know, that's a valuable thing that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. So I absolutely love that. Um, mm -hmm. You said you were handed this position. Had you ever thought about being in sales? Was sales even a consideration before that kind of came into your life? Like, you, did you know anybody that was in sales? Had you seen anybody and maybe thought, oh, I could do that? Or was it just something that wasn't even on your radar? Um, no, honestly, you know, after I had finished high school and, and, you know, gone through all that other stuff, I thought, well, I'm going to be a social service worker. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of on like the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And, and growing up, I don't know why, but I think a lot of people have the misconception that salespeople are, you know, like whatever, not good people, they're not out for your best interest. And so that was before I got into sales, honestly, was my mindset. And I don't really know where that came from other than other people, maybe, you know, yeah. or growing up around it. And, um, and now being in sales, you know, it's changed my perspective on it. And I have a lot of respect actually for people in, in the sales industry. Um, and especially the ones that you can tell actually really do care about like long-term relationships and doing the best for, for the human being, you know, on the other end of the on the sales process. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, I had not thought about it. <laughs> spot on. And, and it's so interesting because I feel the same way. I, I grew up and never wanted to be in sales. The only sales I would think of was like car sales or my dad actually was a sports writer, but when we moved, he couldn't find a job. So he had to get like a job selling furniture and I was probably like seven or eight and he hated it. Because A, it wasn't what he wanted to be doing, you know, I mean, it wasn't what he had been doing. So it was a stopgap kind of job, but he also just didn't like selling things. And so that was a big thing for me. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, that doesn't seem like something that I would enjoy doing. He didn't like doing it. And then, yeah, you kind of grow up with this ingrained, and it's not even really, it wasn't even really specific for me. It was just like, oh, bleh, I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. it's just we you know I didn't want to be a part of it and then I think most everybody gets into it and sees you know you go behind the curtain and you see okay well there's first of all lots of different industries <laughs> right I mean you could be a salesperson for for retail or business to business or all sorts of things um, and then inside of that there's the people that are doing it the right way, helping people operating from a place of compassion and empathy and all of those things. Um, now, as you got into sales, talk to us about how that led you to what you're doing now, because I think, you know, what you're doing now is so interesting because, um, you know, you put yourself in a position where you have to be, a salesperson and, yeah. <laughs> and super important, right? So talk to us about kind of your journey um, into what you're doing now and, and what you are up to these days. So yeah, while you were talking, what came to my mind, because I, I posted about this on some, I commented on this on somebody's LinkedIn post this morning, actually, uh, talking about like young entrepreneurs. And I, I remembered back when I was really young, maybe I was like eight, I wanted to start a pet sitting business and I had three customers. I had two cats and a dog, um, before my dad shut it down. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
so I mean, I guess I was selling back then, but um, now, you know, behind the curtain, like you said, it kind of, you see now that every single person is literally in sales for one thing or another, whether you're trying to get people, you know, to come to an event or, you know, you're trying to sell tickets for a buck and dough or whatever, you know, at some point in your life, you're in sales and the skill set that you really, you know, acquire when you're in gifted a position, uh, it changes everything. Um, so how that shifted what I'm doing now, it kind of, you know, your, my eyes were open. Like I saw your post this morning, um, talking about, uh, realistic optimism and how before you were really naive and that's how I felt. So I connected with that right away. And so when I was gifted that position, I kind of, it opened my eyes to how, <laughs> so it sounds so silly, but how things actually worked and that you do have this really awesome opportunity especially in today's day and age when we can do things you know like this over the internet to grow something of your own and it kind of gives you one a lot more freedom but it's also really really scary because like you said like if I don't go out and get the sales I don't get paid um no one else is going to pay my rent or my bills or feed me so you know I don't have a, a base salary and so that really helped me and it really pushes me every single day to like get off my butt and get out there and talk to people and, um, and show them, you know, how I can help them and work together. So what I do now is I basically, I, I am a full service marketing advertising agency. Uh, we do in my area because it's a kind of a smaller town. We're the first agency to really have a roster of influencers and, uh, we manage people's social media, and it's really, it's amazing uh, how much better I feel doing this, even though it's, oh, even though it's uh, terrifying, mm, having yeah. to go out there every day. But I feel so much better than working in fast food. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're, you're. Wow, you know, you. It's it's so cool to see because even. I mean, I know people that even get into sales and see success in sales and they, they still don't make that jump to where they're, they put themselves in that position. But I think that speaks so much to that transformation that you spoke about, right? Because look, when, when, when you are struggling with things like addiction and, yeah. you know, and I understand that um, personally, and I have had friends that have gone through it. Um, your self-worth is so low that yeah. you you just don't you don't even see how anybody could ever find value in anything that would ever come out of your body or mind right it's just yeah. like <laughs> i am just a lump right and 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 even and, and even for people that maybe aren't dealing with a, a addiction is, a issue specifically i think there's just people feel like that in general you know we're all our worst critic um, I think that's one thing I've realized over the years is that I am way, way harder on myself than anybody else is in my life. And I say the meanest shit to myself, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I love that, that sales was a way for you to kind of at least find that way of, you know, because your, your identity and who you are doesn't, isn't because of sales. It's just that sales was kind of the key that helped you open the box and then be able to kind of step into it. Um, 
and 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 that's what's so fabulous about it it's it's an interesting profession because when you think about doctors for example right they go through this long vetting process of school yeah commitment and you know if you're going to be a doctor by the time you're bedside with a patient it's pretty much confirmed that you're super dedicated you're very well knowledgeable and you're in this for the long haul and you you're going to do a good job or the best to your ability sales isn't like that you can go get a job selling anything you know tomorrow probably if you know if you look hard enough um and so what ends up happening and i've seen it in my career is you end up some people take it really seriously some people see it as a stopgap some people could give a shit less and are watching their watch and trying to leave you know because there is no the the barrier to entry is so low yeah and it's so great to see that you identified it and then kind of took it and ran with it. And, and this is something that I wanted to talk with you specifically about because seizing the moment, mm-hmm. right? How absolutely critical has that been for you? Because I mean, I feel like a you're, you're definitely at a point in your career where you know, like, this is a great time to do this, right? This is a fantastic time for you to go out, start your own thing, figure these things out. Um, you're, you've got a learner's mindset, right? So you're, you know that you still have more to learn as you grow your own business. But, you know, so where does that come from, Carly? I mean, I just, because I think it's unique, the, the, the willingness to not only deal with the pressure, but just Hey, I'm going to go do this for myself and, and, and build something for myself. Cause uh, I think ultimately if you talk to people long enough, that's really what we all want a way to stop trading time for money and making money for somebody else's business. Um, yeah. So when, like you, like you said, growing up, like I didn't have people that were like, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're worthy. Right. I had a lot of the opposite. And so I really did have a really, really low self-esteem prior to entering into sales. Like it was terrible. And so that up and down battle, right, of you're getting rejected and then you get a yes. So you feel on top of the world. And and then you have like three days where things aren't working out and you start to wonder, was that my last sale? You know, and, and I watched Barbara Corcoran um, talk about, you know, the top salespeople for her real estate brokerage uh, were people that were insecure to the point where they would go into her office every month and ask, uh, you know, what can I do? I think this month was my last good month. And they kind of continued to push themselves harder. So I can see like my own self-esteem has leveled up, but I still obviously, you know, if for three days something isn't working, I have to pivot Um, I still have that voice and then I have to shut it down and continue to move forward. And I, obviously it's because if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. Um, but, but it kind of gives you this fire kind of in your belly to say like you, it can be done and like overcoming obviously addiction issues. And for people that have gone through, you know, countless other things, it kind of gives you the perspective that as long as you really know, like you want to do something, you've overcome the worst possible scenario before yeah so this is this is doable 
Yeah. And seizing the, so seizing the moment, like for me, the last two years have been incredible seizing the moment. And I attribute it as well. Sales, especially on LinkedIn has been really important for me, not only sales in this business, but like selling yourself and getting opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've had the opportunity to interview Claude Silver, the CHO of VaynerMedia and the editor in chief of entrepreneur magazine. And, um, and from that, like, I got a signed copy of Gary's book, which I never thought I would, but it was like a gift, a gift from whatever. And yeah. you know that and patience too, I would say patience because, um, Claude posted a thing that said, ask me anything. And I asked for an interview and then, you know, I had to wait, I think it was a year and two months for that interview. And so, and that was a big moment for me. One, yeah. because, you know, you're insecure. You think like, who is this person that I get to, you know, who am I to get to talk to this person? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but seizing the moment, I would say it just, I don't know where it comes from, to be honest with you. If we're going to be frankly <laughs> honest, I think it might be, you know, the fact that you have something to prove. Like, do yeah. I have something to prove because of where I came from or the fact that I've had nothing my whole life and I'm just now starting to get something, yeah. a taste of something. Um, I, and I think like, you know, I've had moments before where I let something go and I felt that regret. Mm. And it's, I don't know. I don't know if I've had the worst feeling than looking back and saying what could have been if I would have seized that moment. And I just don't want to feel that again <laughs> and life is too short uh, <laughs> man wow i i you you said so many things that are just i think universal truths you know and 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 i think this journey you're on you're figuring out <clears throat> without getting too you know uh woo woo or whatever how the universe <laughs> works right yeah the universe rewards you in, in, in unexpected ways um, for kind of purposely, intentionally trying to move forward in a positive direction. I think that is like kind of what I've noticed, right? And, and you're such a shining example of that, right? And I think an important thing you've said kind of all along the way is, well, it's not over yet. I'm still going. It's just starting. I've got more to do, you know, and I think that mindset, if I'm going to be honest with you, you'll probably never get out of that mindset. <laughs> I, uh, what, you know, I was just telling somebody yesterday, you realize that when you set goals and achieve them, that it's not really about the goal, right? It, yeah. you get it and it's cool and it, and it feels really good for, a while, but then it's on to the next thing, right? And that's just how you're wired and embrace it. And I think that's exactly what you're doing, Carly. And I think it's fantastic. Um, I am aware of the time. People are on their lunch break. So I need to make sure mm -hmm. that I ask you for just an actionable sales tip that folks can use when they get done listening to the episode. Oh, okay. So <laughs> um, an actionable sales tip. An actionable seal stuff. I would say honestly, like I see a really great success rate with it is where I won't push, but I'll say, um, okay, like let me know when you're available. I'm gonna continue to move on now though, because I have, you know, more pe more opportunities, more people to talk to. Um, and when you're interested, let me know. So I, so there's a point in time where 
I kind of will, will back up and then maybe I'll touch base with them in a month. But usually by me not sounding needy or pushy, and you can do that in any number of ways. You don't have to say what I said. And usually, you know, if I have more time, I'll type up something better or I'll say it better when I'm on the phone. But, but then they're kind of like, oh, like she doesn't need this. It's not, <laughs> you know, a necessity and that she's moving. She has more, you know, a clients or whatever to, to attend to. She's a busy person. Yeah. And then usually, you know, I would say 90% of the time they either sell for the package that they I close them for the package that I've offered or we'll come to an agreement on something else. Um, and that's usually for people that were interested, but then something, something has happened and they, they're getting shaky with it. But yeah, no, I think that's I fantastic. And that's actually the first, that's the first tip that we've gotten that, that is about that specific thing. And that specific thing happens all the freaking time. You have this yeah. fantastic <laughs> conversation. Everybody's loving your stuff. You're feeling great. And then they have to reschedule that next meeting and then reschedule maybe another one. And then when you finally meet with them again, it's like a completely different story. You know, yeah. and, and I think that mindset, like you said, however it comes out, however ever you want to word it, having that mindset of, hey, like, I'm a, okay, that's great. If we're not in this thing right now, all together, fantastic. I'm going to go help these people who are ready. And when mm -hmm. you're ready, we'll see if we can fit you in. You yeah. know, I, I think yeah. that mindset. And I think uh, it's a super healthy thing for you and the and you know the sales rep saying it to say out loud because even whether or not it's actually true at the moment right it'll help you get into that mindset because i think when it comes to you know pipeline right your your pipeline of new business an abundance mindset is absolutely necessary so you got to start speaking that shit into the universe you got to start acting like that is happening because you know that's the vibe that it puts off and i love that that's such a fantastic tip um so i need to make sure that i ask you the same question that i ask everybody to end each episode of the lunch break podcast carly what's your favorite place to eat lunch usually like if i can and if i'm spending lunch out i i like sushi so mm. <laughs> okay so uh are you what are we talking california rolls are we talking tuna what's going on i really like spicy crab rolls i like Got the it. spicy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm in the same boat i i can't stomach a lot of it but i can get through those <laughs> spicy crab rolls or those spicy california rolls i love it so carly um how can people reach out to you if they weren't already connected to you? Now they've heard your fantastic story and all the wonderful things you're doing for your clients. How can they reach out to you, connect with you? Um, the place I am the most is LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn here. Yep. Send me a message. I'm always available. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Carly, thank you so much for joining me for episode 72 of the Lunch Break Podcast. And with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>